All of the newest episodes of Note to Self are now available on the Luminary Podcast app. It's free to download, and you can also listen to other podcasts from WNYC Studios, like Radiolab, Two Dope Queens, Snap Judgment, Here's the Thing with Alec Baldwin, and others. Luminary Premium is the only place where you can enjoy the entire new season of Note to Self, plus new original podcasts you won't find anywhere else, from Trevor Noah, Roxanne Gay, Guy Raz, Lena Dunham, and many more. And you can enjoy them ad-free. Start your free trial by going to luminary.link slash note to self or download the Luminary app for free. Listener supported. WNYC Studios. Today... We get a little weird with one of the world's most famous performance artists, Marina Abramovich. She'll explain her latest work, Goldberg, and also she'll explain the Marina Abramovich method more generally. It's about changing your behavior and how you use your technology to experience art in a whole new way. And in the process, rethink your very self. The modern world we live in is one of constant distractions. It is precisely for this reason that I have designed a method for contemporary audience to experience classical music. It's Note to Self, the tech show about being human. I'm Anoush Zamarodi. Marina Abramovich's basic goal is to get her audience and herself more present in both time and space. And some of the ways that she does this are unusual, to say the least. Five years ago, she broke attendance records when over 850,000 people came to see her retrospective at the Museum of Modern Art here in New York. And many of them specifically came to see a piece that she called The Artist is Present. She sat in a chair for eight hours a day and invited anyone to come and sit across from her and stare into her eyes for as long as they wanted to. Hundreds of people took her up on this invitation, including Lou Reed, Bjork, Isabella Rossellini. Some of them were so deeply moved that they wept. Another one of her most famous pieces is from back in the 70s, when she invited the audience to do anything they wanted to her body as she stood silently next to a table for six hours. Um, I... uh put on the table 72 objects with the instructions, I'm an object, you can do whatever you want to do with me. And uh, Those objects included flowers, a feather boa, a knife, and a loaded gun. And at first, people hugged and kissed Marina. But later, audience members cut off her clothes. They stuck the knife between her legs. One person even held the gun to her head. These are just a few examples. But basically, Marina Abramovich is all about pushing herself and her audience to the limits, seeing how far they can and will go to get in touch with their humanity, good and bad. More recently, she's turned her focus specifically to our overwhelmed brains. And she's codified her ideas into something that she calls the Abramovich method. It's a way for us, and I'm quoting here, to reconnect with ourselves and with the present moment. And she's kind of become like our 
performance artist rock star. She's done stuff with Lady Gaga and Jay-Z. Goldberg is her latest show, and it's running this December at the Armory on Park Avenue here in New York. Come, both of you. We'll get nice and cozy. Oh, you have to finish your animal crackers. <laughs> she was still in rehearsals when I got a chance to sit down with her in a side room. Is there something in society that you were ahead of everyone and now this constant connectivity and digital life that we have has almost made them more receptive to your work in some ways? You know, human brain didn't change for the last, you know, 20,000, 30,000 years, but technology changed tremendously. Human brain can't follow technology anymore. And the only way for us is to survive, is to go back to simplicity. And, you know, one of the artist's job is to go to see what future could look like and prevent it or giving the, the solutions or ask right questions. We don't have always have answers, but we have to try. We have to kind of give some uh, possibilities for people to experience unknown. Which brings us back to now. So this time, with Goldberg, Marina Abramovich is applying herself and her method to music and to this musician. Igor Levit. And my very closest friends happens to be Marina's former student. That's ah. kind of, yeah, yeah, it's very, very funny. So I knew of the work. Igor is 27 years old. He's Russian-German. He's incredibly accomplished. And he'll play Bach's famous Goldberg Variations, an hour and a half of music, completely from memory. Except first... He and the audience will follow Marina's very specific instructions to get them focused. Really just be there with him and his piano. What happened is very simple. You arrive into armory, you have to put your watch, your telephone computer in the safety box and lock it. You will receive the headphones, completely cancel the sound, put the headphones and stay there very silently for 30 minutes. And in these 30 minutes, nothing is happening, except you see physically that the entire piano with the podium is arriving slowly to the center of the space, with Igor sitting there, but not playing. 30 minutes of your time, you have to just look at that and be with yourself, be in the present, and really get prepared, you know, mentally, physically, spiritually, to receive Goldberg. Because, you know, we are living a very busy life. We are living in New York. New York is a hell. You're arriving, you know, from the subway. You arrive late. You're taking taxi. You're concerned, uh, you know, you're on time. You're answering your phone, last phone calls and so on. And you're arriving and you sit down and you hear the concert. You're not ready to hear anything. You're just too busy. So I'm giving this time and space to the public to actually prepare themselves. I mean, surely... I mean, we're grown-ups, right? I'm coming to this concert. Couldn't we just turn off our phones? Why does it have to be so heavy-handed? You know, just a few months ago, there was a very big article in New York Times saying that a journalist who went to see, I think it was Mahler concert, was incredibly disturbed that the public could absolutely not listen to any more classic music without constantly answering text on the phone, the, even the phone calls, even the phone ringing, talking between each other, and the absolutely disturbing atmosphere. So that's, we are grown up, but that's what's happening with our technology. So for me, it was really important to create certain discipline. If the Igor have this enormous discipline to learn by heart Goldberg variation, 
with 86 minutes and play in the most incredible magic way, I mean, we could have at least little discipline to honor this and to just see, to have new experience. Have you sat for a half an hour with noise-canceling headphones on ever? No. Wait, so you're asking me to do it, but you've never actually done it? Of course, and I won't rehearse that. And I won't, I mean, I mean... You've never done it yet? So so then Monday night, that's going to be your first time doing it. While I'm doing it with the headphones on, you're going to be doing it for the first time too. We do it all together. Uh, We are all equal before in in this experience. But you're the performer, so how come you haven't rehearsed that part, no? I've rehearsed the piece a million times. I don't want to know beforehand what's going to happen. I don't want to know it. Okay, in a minute, my experience of Goldberg on opening night and how you can get a little Goldberg into your life. Note to self, I'm Anoush Samarodi. So I'm hanging out with Marina Abramovich and Igor Levitt. And then... Who's that? Oh my God, come in! Oh my God, wait a second. This is the most important human in the, in the world. In walks the Armory's artistic director and matchmaker, Alex Poots. He's there to take the duo out to lunch before their Goldberg debut. The idea that great artworks from the past can't be reimagined, as long as you're not messing with the music and you're putting it in the hands of two great artists, then, you know, things can breathe and evolve. Before we get into the actual performance, if you don't know it already, you have got to hear the legend behind the Goldberg variations. It's the 1740s. Johann Sebastian Bach writes a piece for his student, a guy named Johann Gottlieb Goldberg. Johann Goldberg was just 14, and he was working as a house musician for a count. And this count had insomnia, and so young Johann had to play harpsichord for him all night long. So Bach wrote the Goldberg variations to keep Johann going. There are 30 variations. Some of them are more intricate than others. Sections of the work are among the most technically difficult that Bach ever wrote, and they require lots of hand crossing from one side of the keyboard to the other. But the reason why Marina and Igor made the Goldberg Variations their music of choice for this performance is because of the piece's beautiful and iconic aria. And for Marina Abramovich, who has mostly used the body in her art, she wants us, the audience, to give our bodies over to the music, to fully experience it as she believes it should be done, through our bones, our very cells, through space and time. And to do this, we need to hand over our devices. No apprehension. None. Introduce yourself. I'm Jen Poyant. I'm the executive producer of Note to Self. Come on, why does it always have to be me who has the apprehension? (laughs) I'm nervous. I will say. I'm nervous because I think 30 minutes with noise-canceling headphones is a long time, and I'm worried that I'm going to be listening to my heart beating and have, like, a panic attack. Well, there was that Radio Lab episode where they heard the woman's heart beating and then people were fainting. So I guess that might enter my mind in the middle of 
that now that I've put it there, it will definitely enter your mind. Okay. But in general, no. I like the idea of sitting for a half an hour with noise canceling headphones on my head. You get like a safe space for a half an hour to just sit there. It's like being in a doctor's waiting room. You just, yeah. you, know, you know, space out. Like, boredom brilliant. Hello. I know, but then there's a whole nother hour and a half after that. You forgot? Yeah, then you get to listen to beautiful music for 86 minutes with no interruptions. No kids running around. Okay, if you had to predict... Will you experience the music differently? Like, they're saying that this is going to be life-altering, Jen. That I don't know. We're almost there. It's coming up on the right. Okay, here you go. So, all right, here's the armory. All right, here we go. Yeah, here we go. Let's go in. Okay, are you ready? Yep. It says, wait, wait, wait. Deposit all personal belongings. Into your locker, including watches, cell phones, and cameras. Do you wear a watch? Nope. I do. Really? Yes, I need my watch. I love my watch. It's Swiss. I've never worn a watch. No, I need my watch. Take your key and proceed to the drill hall. Okay. Let's do it. But she's not. Did you take your key? Yeah, I got it right here. All right, we got to leave the recorder. All right, we're leaving the recorder on. Bye, recorder. Bye. Two hours later. Knock, knock. <laughs> okay, we're back. Should we just talk about this? Yeah, let's sit down and talk first. Okay, you want to go in the corner? Let's go in the corner. Well, you first. Okay. The half an hour went way quicker than I thought. Like, way quicker. Like, I was like, what? It's over? That's it? I could have gone for another, like, two hours. And honestly, I don't think I got to a place of zen or anything, but I think I was emptying out my brain. I was going through all the stuff I just haven't had time to think about. Really? Yes. I wasn't doing that at all. What were you doing? Well, can we just first take a step back? Yeah. Overall impression. It was great. All concerts should be like this. It was great. I'm with her about, like, time and space and all that. I felt like my senses were being used in a way that I ignored them a lot. You also fell asleep. I did. (laughs) Oh, my God. Really? I knew I fell asleep because there was this big, like, note that he hit really hard, and I jerked awake, and then I saw you laughing a little bit. No, I wasn't laughing. Smiling. Marina did say it was perfectly fine to fall asleep, and that that might be people's reactions, and you were definitely not the only one. So it's it totally was, fine. It was composed with an insomniac in mind. Wait, no, lullaby. <laughs> it's lullaby. <laughs> and right. I, meanwhile... Yeah, what was going on? was completely, completely riveted the entire time. Wow. From, like, the second it started and we put the gong started and we put our headphones on until the very end. When you say riveted, what do you mean exactly? With the music, I understand, but what was going on with the first half hour? Riveted in what way? Looking around or...? Um, so I think for our listeners, we need to explain the space a little bit. Yeah, that's a good point. So the armory is this massive space. And it's basically like sitting in an aircraft hangar in the middle of Manhattan. But a really beautiful, big, deep, yeah. cavernous one. And the way That's, that they had it set up is that it was all black. The walls were black. The floor was black. Everything was black with these white deck chairs. Like, that should be on a cruise ship, basically. Yeah. 
you sit down, a, there's a gong, and you put your like noise... Like a real gong. Like a real gong, like a very big gong, like a call to awareness, kind of like in a Zen temple. Temple. Um, and then everybody put their headphones on. I'm not sure when the lights went down, but there's a stage in front of us, mm-hmm. like a runway, where the piano was going to come down. And for the first half hour, there was just a room with hundreds of people sitting all throughout this massively cavernous space, all doing the exact same thing, which was just <laughs> sitting there with these noise-canceling headphones on, all dressed to the nines. Yeah, we sitting back in out. deck this chairs. Was like, I mean, yeah, not your average event. audience. I could not get the image out of my head that this seemed to be like an image out of a Kubrick film or <laughs> yes, like totally. a Terry Gilliam really film good. Yeah, totally. or something. It was just very <laughs> out of space and out of time. Uh, like, what? Brazil. Like, yeah, exactly. It reminded me of Brazil. There's uh, no phones. Nobody's moving. <laughs> and the other thing that got me was that it when just Tom felt, Cruise was going to walk out with a mask on or something? We were all collectively doing this one action, which was non-action, together. And I was just waiting for someone to stand up and run out of the room screaming. Yeah, like, it was so interesting that... It could have been me within the first three minutes. I was waiting for someone. (laughs) And at the same time, I was just like, this is wild that we're all doing this. It is such a weird image to take in. And on top of that, you're also having the physiological response. Yeah. So I found myself... You mean when you say that, you mean like listening to your own heart and swallowing. Yeah, and and finally, towards the end, everyone is completely settled. And I just loved every second of that. It was beautiful and strange and scary all at the same time. Yeah. But Jen and I agreed the best was yet to come. After Igor and his piano slowly, silently moved on a conveyor into the center of the room, he began to play as the platform rotated imperceptibly and the Goldberg variations filled the vast, dimly lit space. For me, at different points, I was reminded of my son's birth, of my brother's death, of really, really fun times with friends. Really? With siblings. Oh, yeah. I mean... Really? Uh Uh-huh. So that's why I found it moving. It was not... It was special to be there. It was special to watch that. Wow, Jen. I... I don't know. Because you were, like, willing yourself to go there? Or the music brought you there? Or what? I mean, you just... Because I didn't have any of that. Maybe if I sat through it again, I could get to that. But I had so much other crap to work through before I could get to the deeper stuff. I had to remember that, like, I forgot to call for the couch delivery today... I feel less panicked because that's what my brain needed to do. It needed to empty out. It was incredibly beautiful, and I'm happy that I was here to witness it. Me too. Like, I think this is going to be something, a note to self. Okay, so I can't be that special and sit at an event like Goldberg all the time. But maybe I can make myself little special situations and appreciate things more. And if we can bring just a teeny bit of that to our audience. Ah, and we can. Because don't forget, Marina calls her instructions the Marina Abramovich method, which means that it can be done over and over again. Anywhere. Anytime. Maybe by you. Okay, my last question. So my audience, unfortunately, won't be able to all join us here. Is there something that we can ask them to do on their own as we 
go into the holiday season? I know you've asked people to count grains of rice in the past. Deposit all personal belongings into your lockers, including watches, cell phone, and cameras. Take a pair of noise-canceling headphones. Found a launcher, sit down, and find stillness and silence. If you like, you can close your eyes. That's it. If you know someone who loves classical music or could use a reminder to carve out some time for a little peace and quiet, share this episode with them on Facebook. We're at Note to Self there and on Twitter. And we love hearing from you. So email us anytime with your thoughts or ideas at notetoself at wnyc.org. One last thing. Take a second and subscribe to Note to Self wherever you listen to podcasts so that you'll get next week's show automatically delivered. It's a cheat sheet to the year's top stories that went viral and had the most influence online from the author of my favorite daily newsletter. The Note to Self team this week is Jen Poyant, Ariana Tobin, Joe Plord, Amy Eason, and our intern is Miranda Katz. Note to Self is a production of WNYC Studios. I'm Manoush Samarodi. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs>